Hello, and welcome to Monco on the Move podcast. I'm Molly Hafner, Director of Marketing at Montgomery County Community College. And welcome. I'm Jared Brown, Assistant Dean of Academic Affairs at Monco's Pottstown campus. So, after missing a year due to the pandemic, we are so happy that we're going to be back to see that annual Whitpain Festival return this year to our Bluebell campus. It's very exciting. It's going to be a big, bigger than ever event. Yep. Starting with our big rig roundup, which will happen on Friday evening, September 24th. And then the festival will be on Saturday, September 25th, with a full slate of events from noon until 9 p.m. It is. It's going to be awesome. It's potentially Essentially the biggest yet, I think, Jerry. I can't wait. Yeah. I think it's so awesome that the community is coming together, the community college. It's just going to be great for everyone at the college and in the community. It's going to be an awesome turnout. So our guests today, Patrick Foley and Mike Rashino, have been longtime members of the Whipping Community Festival Planning Committee, and they will share details, interesting facts, and of course, how popular this event is for our community. Great. Yeah, we'll find out all about the festival and what to expect when the Monco on the Move podcast returns right after this. Patients fighting cancer use more blood than patients fighting any other disease, but there simply aren't enough people donating regularly to meet the need. That's why the American Red Cross and the American Cancer Society have partnered to encourage people across the country to give blood to give time. Many cancer patients, especially those undergoing chemotherapy, may need blood during their treatment. Cancer takes so much, but you can help by donating blood or platelets. Visit GiveBloodToGiveTime.org to give now. Welcome back to Monco on the Move podcast. I'm Molly Hafner, and we're joined today by Patrick Foley and Mike Riccino, members of the Whitpain Committee Festival Planning Committee. Welcome, guys. Thanks. Thanks for having us, Molly. It is great to have you. So let's just start by telling us about yourselves and how you became involved with the Whitpain Festival. Um, Mike, why don't you start us off? Thank you. Uh, I've been with Whitpain Township now with the Park and Rec Department for about 26 years. Uh, and we've always done a community festival. We used to call it the Community Harvest Festival. Mm. Uh, I guess it's been about eight years now mm-hmm. that since Pat approached us and wanted to, to introduce a music portion to the festival and it just seemed a natural fit to hold it here at the college in conjunction with the Lively Arts program and, and the okay. size of the campus. Got it. That makes sense. Pat, what about you? What's, uh, what's your background with this? So my sister used to run a uh, cancer foundation that was involved with rock and roll. They would, have, uh, they would do uh, bone marrow drives at f- uh, festivals around the country. So with that in mind, I approached the township about adding a bone marrow drive and a uh, music festival component to, the, to what was then called the Harvest Festival. And I approached my employer, Baird, to to see if they would become a sponsor and uh, uh, put up money for the, the the music side of things. So it all came together beautifully, and and we we added the the music festival and the bone marrow drive, um, which which has added hundreds of names to the to the uh, national registry over the years, and um, and then of course Monco came on, and and the event expanded, and and it's been uh, growing every year ever since. I love that it was a community festival. In, in its entirety, you know, not just necessarily to come and have fun, although that's part of it, but also for that, that awesome benefit of the bone marrow drive. So that's really neat, that origin story. 
So you you touched a little bit about the history, but can you dig a little bit deeper about how the township and Monco sort of came together and some of the events that have happened over the years uh, to really support this community uh, and this activity of us coming together? Sure. The um, the community college has run a community festival for years as well, and traditionally it was always the week after the township's oh, okay. harvest Got festival. It. Cool. And it seemed silly to to be doubling up on resources and and filling our hay wagons and then their hay wagons and uh, competing with each other in in a sense. So um, once Pat brought the music um, element on board, and we realized we needed more parking and a bigger a bigger area than Wentz Run Park. Uh, we contacted the college and said, hey, let's let's partner up on this and, and double up on the resources and the facilities. And, and the college and, and the staff here has been absolutely fantastic in, in supporting the event and and helping to organize and run it. And it's, it's really just exploded in the last eight years. Great. So <clears throat> the festival starts with the big rig roundup on Friday evening, which I know is used to be held somewhere else, but now we're bringing it over here kind of in tandem with with uh, Whitpain Festival that following day. So the big rig roundup, September 24th, um, here at Bluebell. And then tell us, you know, what what is this big rig roundup? We're not used to that. So what do we get to experience? So the big rig roundup is essentially a touch of truck night. They're, they're called in other communities. Okay. It's, it's a, a free event for the families to come out and the kids get to uh, see and climb on and, and climb in and get their pictures taken with uh, construction equipment, tow trucks, fire apparatus, trash, trash trucks, buses, mm-hmm. all, all kinds of equipment. You know, whatever we can get you know, and, and have... Uh, people bring out, whether it's the municipality, the college equipment, or, or private industry. Um, new this year, uh, from 5.30 to 6, we are having what, what we're calling quiet hour. Uh, the kids love to get in and blow the air horns, but there are <laughs> some kids and some families where that scares the kids and that kind of thing. So from Aww. 5.30 to 6 this year, it's going to be quiet hour. Oh, very cool. So uh, anybody that, that would otherwise be put off with that can still come and and we will have the beer gardens open and there will be Kona ice and the food trucks there and and those are all for a fee but but admission to the event itself is free what a great experience for family and community members to come and experience that that sounds awesome and then the festivities continue uh, into Saturday September 25th at noon tell us about the activities planned for that uh, at part of the community festival, we have a health fair, we have a vendor expo, we have a lot for the kids. We have pony rides, petting zoo, uh, airbrush tattoos, children's games, uh, inflatable moon bounces and obstacle courses. Again, the food trucks, uh, hay rides. This year we have a children's band that's going to be part of the festival, Ants on a Log they're called. And then we have uh, something the township does, which we call the pumpkin patch. Uh, essentially for $15, you buy a pumpkin. Uh, your pumpkin's numbered, and you get the prize that corresponds with that number. The prizes are all donated by the local Whitpain Township businesses. Oh, that's cool. That's, that's very, very cool. cool. Man, families are going to have an awesome time at this. I can't wait to go. So, and the festival helps people too. Pat, you were talking about that earlier. Um, tell us about the Love Hope Strength Foundation. So, Love Hope Strength was the original um, bone marrow drive uh, charity that my sister uh, used to run. We're now operating with a different uh, uh, bone marrow uh 
outfit, but it's the same basic process. What we're trying to do is if you, there's certain blood cancers that if you have a blood cancer, the only cure is to get your bone marrow replaced uh, because th- that is where the cancer resides. And the the key is to find a match. You have mm-hmm. to be a genetic match, and, and that's that's a rarity. So the, the National Bone Marrow Registry keeps a list of, of sort of DNA tags, essentially, of individuals so that we can try to find matches. And, and it's super easy to get on the list. You, you swab the inside of your own mouth. That goes into an envelope with your name and contact information on it. And that goes to the registry. And um, if you turn out to be a match, you're contacted. And it's usually an outpatient procedure. It, it There's kind of two different versions of it. One of them is... Uh, I would describe it almost like an advanced version of giving blood. Uh, and then there is another uh, uh, procedure that's, that is a little bit more invasive, but, but also should be an outpatient uh, uh, procedure most of the time. And, and it's really a chance to save a life. I mean, I've met people that uh, here in the township that have saved lives by giving uh, their, their bone marrow. And I have met people uh, on the flip side of that who've, who've, who are alive today because they've received those donations. So it's really critical. Um, and the more people that are on the list, the more likely it is for someone to find a match. That's awesome. And just uh, to be clear, when you're here at the festival, you're just getting on the list. That's the first step in the whole just process. Just the swabbing and right. the, the name taking. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And so that's great. Yep. And then from there, you can make that decision. But wow, yep. what an amazing outreach. So you can contribute to the community. You can help in <laughs> some way, but you can also have fun, engage. And we all need a little uh, engagement these days. So I, I <laughs> know <sure. laughs> that everyone's looking forward to that. So yep. you've mentioned some activities, but Patrick, I really want you to get into telling us a little bit about the beer garden and And of course, the amazing musical performance lineup. Sure. So I was super excited when they added the beer garden. That was something that came (laughs) along a few a few years in Um, the musical this year because we wanted to keep the planning simple because of COVID, and we Mm. you know we just weren't sure what we'd be dealing with. We are we hired back all bands that have performed in the past. So so usually there's a little bit of mystery of you know how good is this group going to be. In this case, we know every single one of these uh, performers is going to be terrific. We have uh, Fort Washington School of Rock. They've been there since day one. They are, they uh, they perform at every single festival, um, and they are tremendous high, high school kids. You won't even believe they're high school kids. They're so they're so talented, um, and just, that's always super fun. So they kick things off at three o'clock. Um, Beer Garden starts at 2, the music starts at 3, then after Fort Washington School of Rock at 4 o'clock, we have something called Philly Bloco Brazilian Band. This band is a mm. this band is a total blast. They are they are a drum band. They do dancing and and a bunch of drums and super high energy, uh, super fun. Then we have a guitar summit featuring Craig Thatcher and Mike Goulden. Craig has played in the past, and he's a classic rocker. If you like Led Zeppelin, you're really going to like these guys. Uh, Craig, I think, is one of the most purely talented musicians who's ever played at the festival and, and is really great. So your classic rock fans, uh, t- you want to look certainly be there at 530 for, for Craig when, and, and Mike when they come on. And then the final act is going to be the Sofa Kings. The Sofa Kings have played in the past, and they, they are a, uh, a local bluebell band, Whitpain band, that is super, super fun. We, we knew we were going to get just a solid good time with the Sofa Kings. They play 
uh, a mix of uh, classic rock and and pop music, and and they you know they can kind of play anything, and they're just uh, a really fun band. So they they are uh, uh, going to be the uh, 7 p.m. to 8 p.m. act, uh, and then of course the fireworks. Speaking of the fireworks, mm-hmm. my very favorite part. Well, that's not true. The music is also <laughs> really, really impressive. Um, so when when do the fireworks start and where can visitors kind of see them? I know things have been, they're moved around a little this year, right? Like we used to have some things more on the quad, but now some things are going to be more in the parking area. But where, where are people going to see the fireworks? Yeah, there's some construction going on on the campus. So we had to uh, relocate the festival a little bit. Um, this year we've contracted once again with Celebration Fireworks. They're going to be doing uh, approximately a 15 to 20 minute fireworks show for us, set to music. Mm-hmm. Um, absolutely outstanding. It, it, we've used them in the past and they do an absolutely outstanding job. Start time is, is 8.15. It's, it's, we try to give time for, for the last act to end and then people to, to shift their attention to the fireworks. The fireworks this year will be set off uh, in the large grassy area near the Children's Center. Mm-hmm. So if people want to park at the Morris Road lot, if they want to park in the 202 lot, or if they're here for the festival, they can literally just turn around and they'll have a great view of all the fireworks. They're unusually good fireworks. <laughs> they really are. I have heard that. <laughs> so I can't wait to experience it, and I'm sure our community will enjoy it as well. So final wrap-up questions that we have just to summarize. So rain or shine, is the event free? Where can our community find out details for the event? So um, I'll say rain and shi- rain or shine, <laughs> uh, barring a monsoon. There was one year, unfortunately, where we did have to cancel, but we moved um, it into a bar, and we'll do that. <laughs> <laughs> wet wet grounds or light rain will not stop the event. We we will go on. Um, you can find out if the event's on. All the information about the event, uh, a number of places. Uh, our our township website, which is whitpaintownship.net, uh, the festival website, which is whitpainfestival.com. Our Parks and Rec website, whitpainrec.com. And then we're on Facebook at Whitpain Township Parks and Recreation. The, the festival's an event there, so you can, you can follow it there. Um, you know, it is a free event to come to. Some of, the, some of the options there do cost money. The children's rides, the children's games cost money. Uh, you buy tickets and, and you play. But the pony rides, the petting zoo, things like that are all free. Hmm. The, the hay rides, you know, we want families to come out, have a good time, and try to keep the cost down for them. Music is free. Fireworks are free. Gentlemen, this is great. Uh, I know that we as a community college and the community are looking forward to this annual festivity. And so is there anything cl- in closing that maybe you just want to remind our listeners about what they should look forward to or any last thoughts? Uh, maybe COVID... Um... <laughs> Oh, yeah. Masks are oh, are highly uh, recommended. Yeah. Strongly recommended is, is the term we're using. Uh, we are following the, the state and county guidelines. So sure. obviously it's a fluid situation. And if, if county guidelines change, uh, our guidelines will change with them. And uh, just like the rain information, that can all be found on those websites or Facebook, mm-hmm. any policy changes that we make. Facebook is really great as you get up near the day of the event mm. uh, to, 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 to get really instantaneous updates. Um, but it is, it, listen, this is always a blast. It really is. And I, it gets bigger every year because people find out how much fun it is. So, uh, yeah, come on out. It'll, it'll be fun. Well, we are looking forward to seeing what this looks like. So everybody bring your masks, bring your family, bring your, you know, great attitude and look forward to having fun here at the Whitpain um, Festival in September. So thank you so much. 
Mike and Pat. We really appreciate you guys coming in. Thanks for um, having us. Yeah. Thanks, guys. <laughs> and we'd also like to give a shout out to our sound recording and music technology students who recorded the show today, Evan Healy, Erica Bowers, and Quinn Senta. Thank you so much for listening to Monko on the Move. Check back soon to hear more stories from our Monko family. Until next time, I'm Molly Hafner. And I'm Jared Brown. Thanks again for listening.